Welcome to another episode of the Activate CX podcast, where we demystify and clarify the direction of CX. My name is Frank Rogers. I'm your host, and I help brands build businesses with better CX, AI, and self-service. Let's get started. The modern extranet drives business. It keeps business and it makes your operations run more efficiently. They're based on technology frameworks. They're low code, they're no code, and they bring together data from multiple sources. It has never been a better time than now to drive and build a customer extranet. Today, we're meeting with Sherry Rajani, the CEO of Code Creators and our partner here at Arroyo360 to dive into why extranets could be what you need to bring about a better and more sustainable business. Let's go. Hey, Sherry, welcome to the show. Thanks all for having me, Frank. Excited to dig into today's exciting topic. It is an exciting topic. And we know that like we've been working on extranets and intranets for a long time, and there's a real difference between the two. Why don't you kind of juxtapose the extranet versus the intranet? So a couple of things to kind of think about just from the name itself, the extranet targets an external audience. So it is people outside the organization. They can be your clients, your customers, external vendors, third parties. Um, an intranet is meant more specifically for internal collaborators. When you talk about intranets versus the extranets, they've both been around for a very long period of time, but based on kind of technology, technological changes nowadays, extranets and intranets have both become fairly popular. Now, depending on your type of organization, you would either need both or one. Um, when you talk about an extranet for organizations that have um, a lot of workings with their clients, an extranet is helpful to provide a specific platform to share things like requirements, share information on your services, um, provide a space to educate, inform, teach, that sort of information. Mm -hmm. It's very important if you want to keep your customers happy, satisfied, and engaged to build a very effective extranet. If your customer is your top priority, an extranet is super important for you. When you talk about the internet again, it's more to keep your internal organization motivated, your staff motivated to ensure internal communications are on point. But whenever it comes to client management, dealing with a particular client, and again, I use the term client fairly smallly, it could be a vendor as well. If you want to work with a vendor, order supplies, things like that, having an extranet can be supremely beneficial. The extranet also allows you to create kind of your own self-service portals. Um, allowing customers to either top up on their orders, allowing vendors to share information with you. There's a lot that you can do with a very well-built extranet, and that's an option that an internet generally would not provide you. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think customer extranets are more important today, and they really fit this model of self-service. Everybody's looking at self-service, and they're looking at that in their customer experience models, in their employee experience models. And ultimately, the friction that's created by people having to deal with other people, as much as that sounds kind of counterintuitive, is that people want to meet other individuals or they want to engage with your organization on their channel of preference. And self-service and digital is becoming more prevalent. As we talk about a customer extranet, because you, you mentioned like a vendor and channel support as well, but ultimately with customers, 
the cost to acquire a customer is greater than it has ever been. And, and keeping a customer is almost as paramount just from the standpoint that competition is critical. You may not have as much net new business. And so you really need to reduce that level of churn. And a real quick kind of anecdotal story is that, you know, a while back we created an extranet for a client and it was not just an informational extranet. They had gone through actually a, a series of merger acquisitions. And so they had a whole number of different ERP systems and it was impossible for them to move to a singular ERP system. I mean, it was possible, but time and money and money being probably 30 to $40 million to do it, it wasn't practicable. So what we did was we worked with them to build a normalization of the data for their customers. Cause they had customers that were utilizing, you know, all of these different services across all these different business units and globally as well. And they needed one place to be able to see all of their data. And it was performance data because it was had to do with repair logistics and they needed to see what was happening, what was trending so that they could make changes in production. So it became really critical. So we built this for the client. And what I really want to underscore here is that the conversation with the client as we got more into the process and finally when it went into production, his thought initially was, this is going to be a great differentiator for us. And they, they are a multi-billion dollar company and the competition that they have, all things being equal was if we were on the same page or at least, you know, competitive around price availability and quality, what would push the deal over into our side in terms of being a benefit in terms of being an advantage and it ended up becoming this extranet was the thing because people struggled so much with that data so i think that when we think about intranets it seems like it's very much a cost center and it's very much driven in terms of of being kind of like a standard way of of optimizing the operation but from a customer perspective it can be massive in terms of winning new business and keeping that business absolutely even in your example the extranet becomes the revenue generator not a cost center <laughs> when you have so many disparate systems that don't necessarily talk to each other the extranet is again super beneficial as it's this one piece of technology you can throw up pretty fast. You kind of talked about low code, no code. You can create this center where you can share simple information. You can share it securely with access tracking permissions, all maintained and very easily share the kind of information that you want with one customer, with multiple customers who have kind of all of that flexibility. And as we kind of continue talking about more platform specific things. We learn a little bit more on just how easy it's truly become to create some of those extra nets as well. Maybe we can take a moment and speak to maybe some of the componentized user stories that one can think about when you're envisioning your extranet. And I can think of one like right off the bat, I did mention the fact that, you know, pulling data from a variety of different data sources. So there is this data reporting and analytics componentry that we can bring into the extranet so that when a customer logs in, they're able to see critical, whether it be transactions mm -hmm. or performance metrics that are part of the relationship. But then I think also there's a lot of ways to kick off processes, right? Like in terms of that self-service portal, whether it's a request for something or whether it's to start a particular uh, process, um, maybe you can kind of speak to some of those that you come across on a regular. So quite a few that you can kind of think about. The first one that's actually very simple is 
it's a very easy way to do business. Your clients have a need and a requirement, and you need a simple way to address that or share that. The extranet does exactly that. You can create a centralized space where you can have all of your processes built in. More importantly, that space would be available 24-7. If someone needed to access it, they could get information any point of the day without any additional cost and more as a convenience to your clients. You have the ability for your extranets to really serve as a knowledge base. And the knowledge base is an interesting topic because with the way conversational AI is going today, your knowledge bases are actually getting smarter and smarter. So your customer could come on to the particular extranet for a specific knowledge base related query. Your platform could get smart enough where using different types of AI, it could address the query very effectively, leading to a very satisfied customer. You would also have one space kind of with all of your up-to-date information always, which can be super helpful. With e-commerce, which has become so normalized these days, with an extranet, again, you know, you have very secure transactions available. You have a very comprehensive space to share both product information and to actually see what sort of engagement you're getting on some of these things. And yeah. tracking engagement can be either through analytics like Power BI or tracking a consumer through something like a CDP. And lastly, just thinking of the different ways that you can engage with that particular user on an extranet now. This can be through personalization that your tools offer. This can be through uh, live chat, uh, chat bots itself. There are a lot of ways to make that solution very, very engaging for the particular customer. It's lots of benefits. I like the fact that you bring up the knowledge base piece. And I feel that this is something that kind of rolls off the tongue pretty quickly and people can uh, bring that in and they go, oh, yep, that sounds like a good thing. It takes a while to build a knowledge base. If you haven't curated that information, the chances are that you have a variety of different wikis. You have things that might be a file-based system, you know, all sorts of different ways of accumulating insights, whether it would be a user guide or something that has pictures in it in terms of like how to take apart something. When was the best time to pull together a knowledge base? Maybe five years ago. When's the second best time? Probably today. Yeah. It's it's something that really, if I think about as being something fairly straightforward that people can get into pretty quickly, that that is a big one because it does impact, like you said, you use that as a basis for your generative AI. That's a way to maybe damp down any hallucinations, damp down any information that might be out on the web. You're curating your own universe of data and something that's searchable. I think it's, and it's helpful for all sorts of things, whether it's conversational AI or chatbots or just some searchable web knowledge base inside of the customer extranet. This, those are all great examples. Uh, let's maybe uh, start to put some of these pieces together. Let's think about the fact that the customer extranet is becoming like somewhat of a rally point for unifying these processes, this data. And it also has this, this overlay of permissions that's built into it, which I think is fantastic because identifying users, having user access, being able to define permissions around what they can see, what they can do inside of that particular extranet is all part and parcel of some of these modern frameworks. I know for yourself at Code Creators and in all of our work that we work on together, there is this Microsoft framework that is the basis of it. And it allows us to move 
very quickly into understanding what that construct needs to be for the client because we have the tool set in place. And I just also want to drop like how far we've come in doing extranets and intranets. Probably one of the first intranets that I worked on was for a multi-billion dollar company, maybe about 6,000 employees that were going to be using this extranet. There was, I think, a little over 20 departments. It was global. It was straight up HTML. It literally was, you know, coding. It was it was a lot of string and tape essentially within the context of the programming world as it is today, because we didn't have these frameworks at first. So we just, just naturally used the capabilities that we had of that day. And what was the result of it? It took a long time to create it. Change control was a challenge. And a lot of the things in terms of construct and structure, we had to build from the very start. So every time you created one of these extranets or intranets, it truly was a bespoke model that we were working on and, and maybe probably left a lot on the table as far as some of the capability that we wanted to bring to life, just that the construction process itself was so difficult. That's changed so much with, with SharePoint and all the Power Automate and Power BI. When we're looking at deploying now, like what are all those little pieces that you see come in componentry wise to the, to the extranet? So kind of going a step back as well, Frank, so very similar to what you mentioned when you got an extranet originally, an extranet needed a lot of really specialized skill sets to come together. It needed a lot of expensive developers. It needed technology that was not very convenient or efficient to use. A lot of things have to go exactly right to kind of create an extranet that could be of any use, if it could be. What's different today is a lot of the challenges remain the same in the sense of you still have a lot of different systems out there. Every organization has a separate need in terms of data and they have a separate service and a separate clientele. Mm -hmm. So the usages have evolved actually. You have more organizations, more services, more customers in the market. Mm. What's been helpful is in terms of a, a technology stack, you have solutions like Microsoft that have evolved where solutions around Office 365 can actually do everything within your extranet for you. And using things like Azure, you can have a SQL database spun up in the cloud almost immediately with no hardware costs, really, as you don't need a server anymore. It's all cloud-based. You have solutions that are built around SharePoint today. And SharePoint is known for document management. SharePoint is known for strong design, the ability to really customize as you need. You have solutions around Microsoft Teams that you have available today. So chatting someone, texting someone, calling someone, scheduling meetings, all becomes super easy. You know, Microsoft has added their own level of AI through Copilot that you now have available in your entire stack as well. So all of the cha challenges that you used to have for an extranet are all actually solved in one package. Now you can use that to create one simple SharePoint site where you would add an external user and that would serve as your extranet. Or you can actually use something around Microsoft Power Pages to create a beautiful handcrafted website. How you utilize the stack is really up to you and based kind of on your use case. But Microsoft has given you the tool set and it's given you the framework as well now. With each one of these applications, you can decide who has access the level of access that they have. You can monitor all of the data very, very carefully. All of those options exist. 
the other option again sticking with microsoft and that's interesting as well as cdp which is our customer data platform so what you can potentially do is you can incorporate your cdp within your extranet as well and that adds another element to your equation of now you can actually track the customer journey within the extranet and you now have an additional point where you can collect metrics collect data and now serve an even more personalized experience within the extranet so you gather data and and you use that to benefit the end customer i will say that microsoft has been in the you know with sharepoint i think sharepoint came out you know could would it been in the late 90s or early 2000s i mean it's been around for a good solid 20 years and i think absolutely for the first 15 years my personal opinion was it was very clunky looking it worked <laughs> but it was nothing that you wanted to put out on an external website to share with customers as people were evolving the ui of the web in terms of web presence and um somewhere about five years ago somebody on the staff said let's start making it look beautiful as well and i think that's made a world of difference in terms of usability on the extranet side it's much more fluid the design components are more attractive the dashboards that you can create are beautiful as well but also incredibly informative so i think it's made some incredible leaps so today i think that that these extranets have more utility and usability because they now fit that beautiful standard for a website that people have come to need and expect. I, I can even add that in terms of the integrations that the platform offers now, integrations could be in the form of other CRMs like Salesforce HubSpot, integrations to third-party applications. It's now become so easy not only to create your extranet, but plug and play with so many other things that it becomes very easy for an organization to provide it, its customers the value. It just depends on how important customer engagement and customer retention truly is to you. You mentioned that SharePoint ultimately kind of started as more like, you know, document management and maybe forms, and that has scaled into being much more of a data platform now in terms of being able to provide visualizations of data. Microsoft CRM and Microsoft Dynamics Accounting can be part of this as well because we're pulling data from those arenas and sharing that out to the customer. We're also capturing customer engagement at the extranet, sharing that back out to the CRM. So this, this two-way data transfer is also providing a tremendous amount of additional utility to the, the extranet. Absolutely, it all stays kind of in one place. And it's not even necessary that you have to use kind of every tool that Microsoft provides, but in terms of an option and both a feature competitive and price competitive option, it's there now. Whether you use Dynamics or Salesforce really kind of falls into your use case. But based on the integrations that both of those platforms have built today, having the ability for the two of them to talk to each other, to provide both the consumer and the client kind of the result that they desire is now almost quintessential and is provided at every step of the way now. It is. Yeah. So now we have a beautiful extranet. We have 
a dynamic extranet because it's changing because it's integrated and now as a strategy for getting new customers keeping customers opti optimizing your operations this is by far and away an important strategy that if you don't have in place you really should be thinking about I want to thank you for being on the show today as always appreciate you thank you very much take care frank it was fun well there you have it Customer extranets are not so much something that is a nice to have, maybe they are a must have. And if you're wanting to keep customers, if you're wanting to get customers, if you're wanting to optimize, optimize your, if you're wanting to optimize your operations, then ultimately this is something that you need to think about clearly and you want to have something that's secure and compliant. And that seems to make this Microsoft extranet SharePoint solution with all the other technologies around Power Automate to make it something that is very dynamic. Thanks for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe down below. And remember, if you want to be successful, let's go get it.